Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Good morning and welcome to the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group and to the KLE Podcast. This is your host, Sean Smith. Great to be with you this morning. You know, something that really stood out to me today, and I thought um, I really wanted to share this with you, and it's been on my heart for a few days already, because we're always looking for what is the motivation, what is the motivation of leaders? We are requiring or needing change. We, as leaders, we embrace change. We need change. We have to look forward and be strategic in our our change approach because change is here and we have to adapt to that change by bringing what we need to bring in the midst of all the change, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of uh, a turmoil and a, a world in turmoil. We are the ones, you and I, are the ones that have to bring the the initiative of creating a whole new mindset of what is leadership. We don't create it. We we sort of have to reflect what that relationship or that um, that leadership is. We're reflecting kingdom leadership. That's what we bring. We're bringing a whole new sense of what is kingdom leadership. We tend to want to stay the way we are for the rest of our lives and do whatever whatever everybody else has done, not realizing that the world around us is changing. Cultures are changing. Nations are changing. Governments are changing. Things are changing. And therefore, we need to embrace what is fixed and we need to embrace what needs to change. But what is our motivation? You know, my my conviction is that every leader needs to be confident and competent. Every leader needs to work on transformation within before transformation without. Every leader needs inspiration, influence, and impact in their own lives first before they can bring it on the outside. Every leader needs to have a sense of what is kingdom for you. What is the kingdom of God? What does it mean to you? What is the lordship of King Jesus in your life? What does that mean to you? What does change mean to you before you can change the world around you? And then we need to know how to bring that to others. That's the competence side of it. Competence means I've got the skill. I've got the ability. I've got the capacity. I'm developing myself to, in fact, be the kind of leader that I need to be in my world to bring the transformation that's happened within me. Jesus said, don't look for the kingdom of God out there. The kingdom of God is within you. And now we bring that kingdom. We are to represent and reflect that kingdom in everything that we do. Wherever we are, whatever job, whatever role, whatever function we find ourselves in, whatever nation, whatever culture we're in, The first and foremost culture that we live, represent, reflect now. The values, its norms, its behaviors, its thinking, its thoughts is the kingdom of God. That's the culture that we live. That's the culture we represent. And to do that, we need a certain motivation. People, leaders often fight me on change. 
They want to do the things they've always done, and they can't understand why they're not being successful at it. The world is in a, in a dynamic situation right now, globally. If ever we needed leaders, I mean, every age, every season, every decade, and every change that's happened in the world over, over the decades and centuries has, you know, has been a situation where leaders need to step up. And I'm not just talking about the celebrity leaders. I'm not talking about positional, titled people. I'm not talking about those that are powerful. You know, I'm talking about leaders that are actually, right now, those that can initiate Jesus' strategy of Matthew 28, which is go into all the world and make disciples. That is incredibly, it's, it's an incredible, powerful strategy that Jesus implemented that brought change to our world, that initiated change, and that he then commissioned his disciples to, in fact, carry out that strategy to initiate change and transformation in the rest of the world. It's a strategy that works. But what is the motivation behind all of this? What is the motivation? That's really what I want to get to. I don't want to share too much about um, you know, I can't help it. When I start talking about these things, I just I, I, I want to re-emphasize our mindset and what we do. And that's why this podcast and this uh, Facebook group, that's what it's all about. It's not I'm not here really to try and be a pastor and, and really try and hold your hand in, in things, but really to bring an inspiration of thinking for a new generation of leaders that we get inspired to develop and grow our, a new paradigm, a new mindset, to think things through on a different level, in a different way, to go back to what was the original way that Jesus wanted and that Jesus led and that Jesus wanted us to lead. A scripture that's really been speaking to me over the past few days is Romans chapter 13, verse 8 to 10. And I'm reading from the Message Bible. Really, it's, It says it really powerfully. But he says this, don't run up debts except for the huge debt of love you owe each other. When you love others, you complete what the law has been after all along. The law code, don't sleep with another's, another person's spouse. Don't take someone's life. Don't take what isn't yours. Don't always be wanting what you don't have. And any other don't you can think of finally adds up to this, love other people as well as you do yourself. You can't go wrong when you love others. When you add up everything in the law code, the sum total is love. The Amplified Version, of course, says, Owe nothing to anyone except to love and seek the best for one another. For he who unselfishly loves his neighbor has fulfilled the essence of the law relating to one's fellow man. The Passion Translation says, Don't owe anything to anyone except your outstanding debt to continually love one another. For the one who learns to love has fulfilled every requirement of the law. The one who loves. You see, the law of love, the commandment of love, is the law of the kingdom of God. For us to be thinking about how to, in fact, connect with, how to engage, how to equip, how to empower, how to bring transformation to this world, how to raise a new generation of leaders, 
the focus, the motivation, the inspiration has to be love. Anything else is, is buried in the requirement of regulations, obligations, and laws. And those things just build more of a religion, of a legalistic approach to you better, you must, you will, otherwise you're not. And that's not Father's heart. That's not Jesus' heart in this. For the love of God is, is what has come to us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And as a leader, you and I, and I'm just I'm talking about leaders, but I'm talking about believers who, who are prepared to initiate transformation into their world, who are prepared to get out of a meeting, out of a building, out of a service, and actually go out into the world, meet people, and make a difference. Who aren't, you know, well, never mind. I'm not going to get into all of that. <laughs> Let's just talk about the simple fact is love needs to be the motivation. What motivates, what needs to be the motivation to do it right with people, to make the change, to be the right kind of leader, to be the right kind of initiator, to be the right kind of believer, to act right, think right, talk right. To reflect and represent the kingdom of God to your world. The motivation is love. Because the sum of everything. He who learns to love has fulfilled every requirement of the law. Amplified Version says the commandments. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this one statement. You, will, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Let me say this, you, you must love the world as you love yourself. Problem is, sometimes I think we don't love ourselves. That's where confidence comes in. We haven't yet experienced the love of God in our own heart. We haven't experienced the transformation of His love in our lives. We haven't yet forgiven ourselves. We haven't yet taken confidence in His love for us. And you know what I found out over years ago already? is the measure that I measure myself or that I think that God's measuring me. If I think I'm not good enough for God, if I think that I am missing the mark, if I feel like I need to work hard to get God's approval or appease Him so that I can get His blessing, if I, if I think that's how God views me, then that's how I treat everybody else. And we've got to shift this mentality. We've got to get back to the place where we believe in the love of God. We have confidence in the love of God. We accept the love of God for ourselves and let it transform us. Let it bring change to us. Let His love work in us. Let that law work in us and then begin to live that law with others. Let it be our inspiration. Let it be our motivation. Let love be how the motivation for how we treat people with respect and with consideration, with kindness, with honesty, with being ethical and honest. Let love be the standard that we measure ourselves by. I don't do things because I walk in love. I walk in the love of God. And, you know, I think it is, um, I'm just thinking of a scripture right now. Let me just go to, um, well, you know. To change it now is going to be difficult on my computer. But in 1 John, um, it talks about 
think it's 1 John chapter 2 or 4. It's 4. In 1 John chapter 4, he talks about, let me see if I can find it for you quickly. But, ah, yes, here we go. In verse 7 of chapter 4, 1 John, it says, Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. Seek the best for one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not, and never did know him. For God is love. He is the originator of love, and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. By this, the love of God was displayed in us in that God has sent His one and only begotten Son, the one who is truly unique, the only one of His kind, into the world so that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation, that is, the atoning sacrifice and satisfying offering for our sins, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placating His wrath. So, you know, basically, what I want you to see is that for God, love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God through personal experience. It goes on to say that if you if you do not love others, how if if you do not love others, how that you can see, how can you say you love God that you cannot see? And we need to understand is that we need that motivation, that inspiration of love in our lives. That's the commandment that in fact governs how we relate to people. I think about how I've seen leaders over the years, over 40 years I've seen how leaders treat people. And I'm not just talking about business leaders. I'm not talking about political leaders. I mean, that's now a whole jolly you know, area of its own. But when I think about Christian leaders, I think about church leaders, and how they treat people. I think, is this motivated in love? Are our actions, are our words, are our, our, is our approach motivated by love? Do we treat people really motivated by love? Or do, because if we're manipulating, if we're controlling, if we are, are uh, you know, uh, increase profiting ourselves from people is that a motivation of love i don't think so if we're sleeping with people in the church are we are we are we really motivated by love if if we are selfishly demanding our position and putting everybody else down are we motivated by love? I don't think so. We've got to find this is the law of the kingdom of God. Love is the law, the commandment. Jesus said, I give you a new commandment. And we just see, Paul says that all the requirements of the law are, are caught up in this one law, this one commandment. You will love others as you love yourself. We've got to start loving ourselves, not selfishly, but with understanding the love of God for us. And then we need to love with that same measure that God loves us. 
I'm really wanting to emphasize this. Let's get back to getting an understanding, a revelation of God's love for us. How much he loves us. You see, we, we, we easily push out judgment and condemnation and, and requirements and obligations on his bride, his people, on the world around us. We emphasize their weaknesses. We emphasize their failures and their sin and their, you know, and, and their breakdown. They know that. And yet we want God to love us and forget our weaknesses and our failures. We, we want him to overlook our personality quirks and our character weaknesses and failings. But we can't do that. This is why, this is why the world right now is looking at us and going, you've got nothing I want. We've got to get back to the commandment of love. Amen. We've got to get back to being motivated, inspired by love. Let's get the transformation of love within our own heart and then begin to love others with that same love with which he loved us. That's what I want to share with you today. It's the principle, the powerful principle, the leadership principle of love. It, it's got to govern how we think, how we act, how we behave, how we treat people, how we are. Our actions, our motives have got to be rooted and grounded in love like ever, never before. Because love reveals the kingdom of God. That's the principle, the principle of love, the truth of love, <laughs> the law, the commandment of his love for you and I and for the world. Amen. That's what it's about. All right. So thanks for being with me. Hey, great to have you guys. Samuel, Musabi, uh, great to have you guys with me on the, the uh, live broadcast. And for all those that um, are watching, get to watch on the replay. Hey, give us a thumbs up if you if you um, if you uh, see what I'm saying. Uh, it will be really great to just have you engage a little bit and say yes. This is what we're talking about. I, I know I'm working on this as well. I'm you know it's it's a constant journey. I'm working on it as well. I'd like you to work on it with me as well. Let's journey in a journey of love to the world. Amen. All right. Until next time. God bless you guys. I'll see you soon.